but he was not gonna call this man back if he was not getting his back blown out yeah okay welcome to the boyfriends podcast where we help you find your circle and, and your man. man. I'm Jared D. King, and I am here with uh, my friends. What can I say? These are, This is like the inner circle. This is like, I am so excited to have you guys on. We call ourselves the Adventure Crew. I think, uh, <laughs> so let me just do a quick introduction of everyone. We are missing one. Uh, he was supposed to join us, but he couldn't join us today, Tariq. So shout out to Tariq. Um, but I'm here with uh, my good friend, Kevin. Uh, I'm here with Juan, and we are also here with Alex. Uh, this is Juan's, Juan's boyfriend, who uh, who is the newest member of the crew, but uh, he has already made his presence very well known. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you guys like give us a quick introduction, let us know who you are, what you do, um, and I, I don't know, like what, what you guys have been up to recently and what's what's been going on. Why don't you start with start us off, Juan? So I've been living in Philly for about four years now. I'm actually in the process of moving uh, out to a new city with my boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have been just pretty much back and forth for the past couple of months uh, between Europe and, and the U.S., just trying to settle things down. Gotcha. And we're going to get a little bit more into that this episode. Um because of our topic, you probably can see it below the screen right now, but or you know in the podcast uh, show notes. But um, yeah, I think you guys will have a lot of expertise in in this area. Alex, where are you? Where are you from? And uh, like, how has your whole experience been like? Kind of back and forth between the U.S. and with Juan and everything. Yeah, so um, I was born in Russia, raised in Germany, and lived in Barcelona for the past four years now. Um, so currently, as, as one just said, we are in the process of like getting arranged, uh, to move. Um, I'm going to be moving to the U S in about uh, five months, more or less next year, February, March, mm-hmm. more or less. And, um, we literally just met in a bar this year and, um, couldn't forget about each other, Aww. I guess. Yeah. And um, that's how we ended up here seven months later, um, really eager for what is going to come. It really is kind of like a, a fantasy love story that you guys kind of have going on here. It so, is. Yeah. We always say yes. it's almost disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I understand everyone being annoyed with us. <laughs> it's fine. It's very cute. Um, but we'll get more. We'll get some more details into that, of course. Uh, but I'm going to move over to... Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> Zeddy. Okay, Zeddy. Hey there. Um, yes. Uh, so I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I've been living in Philadelphia for two years now. A few months ago, I started hanging out with Jared, and we've uh, been on a crazy Snapchat every weekend hanging out streak of just nonstop adventures. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We're doing different <laughs> stuff every weekend, and it's it's so much fun. Um, and uh, we got a lot more planned. So we do, we do. Uh, we have a Vegas trip planned, Two which weeks. is really exciting. And yes. we just went camping last weekend. Yes. Um, which y'all know me. 
It was I did camping. my best. I did my best. And I really, like, I really. You put I, on a real good face. I really commend myself for not just being a complete diva out there. Yeah. Even though I'm not. I mean, I, mean, I, I saw it, your pose. You saw my picture, of course. Camping and yay? Really? <laughs> It was, it was, it was, uh, it was very interesting. Let me say that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think we had fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So looking forward to our, our trip in the future. And then of course, like we all went on a wine trip a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Um, you know, it's gonna, it'll be sad to see you go, go off to Jersey, but I mean, you'll be, you'll be just across the bridge, at least yeah. for, at least for the, for the moment. I it's always like, tell Alex that, um, even though we're leaving, I think that one of the things that I feel very satisfied about, about the experience of living in Philadelphia is that I'm going to be leaving with a lot of doors open mm. and we never know what the future is going to bring. But we know that if we ever come back for whatever reason, we know that we'll have a lot of opportunities and, and people that will be that we'll be able to rely on in case that sure. that were to happen. Absolutely. So or we might all just come to Jersey. I mean, <laughs> my couch is I'm not going to rule anything out here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we can just kind of like jump into our topic here. We're going to talk about long distance relationships. And I guess the question is, are long distance relationships uh, possible? Uh, and are they good? Um, who kind of wants to start us off with that? I mean, I know we've got a little long distance thing going on over here. Are we they do. possible? I mean, I guess they're possible. I mean, we have we have proof of that, right? But what yeah. would like what would what would be your ha, like has your has your view of long distance relationships shifted at all from before meeting each other? I think for my part, for sure, because um, the only reason I, I ended up being in Barcelona was a long distance relationship that I had. Mm. Um, so this is actually my second time doing something very, very similar in that sense. Um, what I got to experience, though, is that both of those relationships were very, very different in the way that they were handled. And um, overall, the the outcome of of that long distance relationship has been very different as well. I feel mm -hmm. like the first time I have been suffering a lot with the insecurity being so far away from my boyfriend and I never actually wanted to be that far away from my boyfriend either. It mm -hmm. was just um, everything new and everything exciting and everything that I had never experienced before. So I felt like I really wanted to embrace that. At the same time, I was not really ready before and handling the long distance relationship for about a year was really really hard yeah because obviously there are so many aspects that go into it it is communication it is trusting each other it is um thinking about the other one and how you can make them feel appreciated mm -hmm. as a partner even though they're so far away and you're not able to physically yeah. be there um, and give them the attention that they require. So I feel like there are so many things that go into it that make you scared initially. Mm -hmm. um, but in the end, it very much depends on on the person that you are with and the way that they make you feel. And um, I can I think I can confidently say that when it's the right one, it's not as hard as yeah. it might seem at first. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I have my my opinions about long distance relationships just because I've 
I mean, I've not that I've had some experience. I haven't had one that was like prolonged as long as you guys have. Um, so I know that there is, it's tough. It was even tough doing it like part-time essentially because I was traveling for work and I'd be working for 10 days. I'd come back for four days and you know, there was, it had its pros and cons because you know, those four days that we were together, it was like, you were so excited to see each other. We're just going to like soak each other up. And then like, it's 10 days of just break again. And so I think that it was easier for me to do it that way because we were having you know life experiences and it's tough when you're sorry (laughs) (laughs) i think it's tough when you're like really far away and it's like okay you know one of my big questions is is like what happened at that point when you guys kind of stopped having so much to talk about and um Mm. and that kind of deal did you guys ever have anything to did you was there ever a lull in like conversation for you because i i don't know i feel like the best relationships there's always kind of something to talk about i mean i think that's kind of like why we click as friends it's like sure we never really like run out of anything to say (laughs) no no definitely not (laughs) you know i think that you know, you always have to understand that relationships are not always going to be high. There's also highs and lows. Sure. Um, but I think that the most important thing for us, at least, is to always maintain the communication going. Mm-hmm. We always have to uh, let the other person know that things are going to be okay. Because we, me and him go through moments where we either doubt or we are not secure. Or we don't feel confident or whatever mm-hmm. the reason is. And I think that what he said is so true. The most important thing is for you to make sure that person feels confident and secure at all times. Um, I don't think we've had a point where we didn't talk. I mean, even sometimes me and him are on the phone and we just either don't have anything to say, but we don't want to hang up the phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've found other dynamics on the phone. <laughs> so cute. But we found other dynamics within the relationship on the phone. Like now we, it sounds silly, but we watch movies or we, mm-hmm. I mean, we just try to do, because it, it's impossible for us to, to keep a conversation going. Me and him speak about two to three hours yeah, a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so every much, day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And, so it's impossible for you to keep that conversation going, but we have found a medium and, and an external source that allow us to still connect without yeah. us having to be exhausted on the phone, having to speak at all times. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. Like, I, and I really like commend you guys for actually like putting that work in because it's like, I feel like a lot of times when you meet somebody who is maybe not locally available, uh, you need to be able to... I don't know. You need you, there needs to be work that's put in on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, um, and it's that way for normal relationships too. It is, but I feel like it's a lot. There's a there's a lot more effort that has to go into for sure the long distance thing, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's uh, because like you said, you have to be okay with talking on the phone for maybe two three hours a day. 
watching a movie together or you know and i don't even you know i don't know how you sync up your netflix <laughs> accounts to watch it at the same time God, pretty good at that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's is like it, is there like a countdown you're like three yep it literally, it literally is, is, is no no no, no. <laughs> it's on the one it literally is no, like it was, that it was yeah. after the one literally yeah yeah well look i think a lot of us got good at that after the, like during the pandemic we were like trying to watch with our friends and stuff um yeah but i mean you got to put that you got to put that work in and i feel like a lot of people just don't want to i also yeah. think that at the beginning it's a lot more complicated because you're you're getting to know the person you don't know what the person wants you don't know if you're being too much or too little uh but after a certain period of time i think that you do get up to a happy medium where you know that person wants to talk to you and and it just kind of happens naturally without mm -hmm. you having to really think about it so much you know like i don't think that we don't have to did you guys feel about it too much did you feel more secure like during the pandemic time when it's like okay we're not really doing much of anything so yeah like we can be on the phone and i know you know he's not going out because there's no place to go no place that's open um well i don't think that they met I think they met after right, stuff kind of opened right up. we like, were like right in the midst of things reopening in fact when i went to barcelona when we met when we met Barcelona was reopening the day after. So mm -hmm. it was, we okay. were still technically, we still met up during the lockdown. During lockdown. The yeah. end, towards the end of the lockdown. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So here's just one thing that kind of came to mind. It's just like, I feel like a lot of times there will be somebody either that we're interested on Instagram and we start chit-chatting with them or we match with somebody on Tinder and we're like, oh, if only you were, you know, I mean, and this is like, if only you were in yep. my state, <laughs> yep. you know, and you're all the way on <laughs> the like, West Coast. And it's, uh, I mean, you guys are like, you know, Spain and Philadelphia, like, you know, Barcelona, Philadelphia. So it's like, y'all made it work. So I feel yeah. like. Because like, it, it, it's always like that. You go like some other place and you meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, they're so amazing. But like, this is never going to work. You're, you're just too far. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, have y'all had that happen before? Well, I think it Lots was like the that. moment with us uh, <laughs> that we were thinking to ourselves right after it happened mm -hmm. um, because I think neither of us were necessarily thinking oh my god there's this guy that I've just met now and I know that he's like a continent away in general I don't think either of us were thinking about the possibility that we might be together at that point um, but at the same time we we literally left each other thinking exactly that like what was that that was yeah. very strange mm. And it felt a lot more even in the moment we were like already realizing that this was not like a normal hookup or one night stand. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a hookup. Right? Well, yes. essentially <laughs> it was. Unofficially. Juan, Juan, Juan doesn't want to look at me right now. We had a, we had a recent debate on whether it actually was or not. Um, <laughs> wait, can we have if that you conversation? <laughs> wait, there was a debate on whether it was a one night stand or not. Well, I wasn't initially going for a one night stand. Uh, right, right, I had right. reached a point. It was like a bit of a drama situation going on in that bar because I knew people and like they were just making a bit of drama mm -hmm. and I was scared of scaring him away. And I was just really exhausted. I was going to leave the bar at that point. You were. And I really like just tried to calm it down. And then I at the same time didn't really want to offer a one night stand at that point because it seemed very desperate to me. So I just said <laughs> mm -hmm. that we could go to my place and we could like 
cuddle because I would just really enjoy <laughs> cuddling right now. As stupid as it sounds, I swear. And um, you didn't want to cuddle though, did you? Well, he I knew what he was I knew what He didn't come all that way to Barcelona for a cuddle. <laughs> That's what I said. So I'm, I'm, I'm in Barcelona. I am. 3,000 miles away, like, I'm not going to cuddle with you, but okay, let's go home. <laughs> so we'll go home. We'll see what happens. Like, yeah. Such yeah. a modern day love story. You know? <laughs> it is, um, right? Yeah. Golly. So wait, so okay, that brings up the question, like, what do you think about, like, because I feel like gay men have a different set of standards as far as it comes to dating and maybe having sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. Um, is that typically... Do you typically have an issue with that or like, and then that was not, that was kind of like a different scenario, but if you're kind of meeting somebody for the first time, is sex on the first date, like an appropriate thing to do? What do you guys think? Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I, would agree. I mean, it is. And, uh, you know, we just, we have to admit these truths to ourselves and it doesn't, you know, I don't think that makes us, you know, not, not dateable not dateable yeah. or like we're uh whores sluts. thank you yes just this. <laughs> this, i mean yeah. we say I, anything on this podcast you can just speak your yeah mind. no i mean <laughs> it's like it doesn't make us any less of people it just that's just what we do that's the the culture of it and mm-hmm. um you know it's it's sadly that that thing where it's almost like okay this is kind of like your test essentially if i want to continue because i don't really want to waste time i feel like we're trying to be as efficient as possible (laughs) i I honestly agree so we're kind of superior really (laughs) i I agree with kevin i mean i i honestly think that if i would have not had this sexual experience with him in barcelona i would have probably would have said okay this is someone that might be very nice Mm -hmm. or it might be you know nice to talk to but i don't think i would have really maybe encouraged it as much mm. if i would have not known that i was you know that i had that sexual chemistry with you like i feel like i would have just probably passed mm-hmm. and move on he's so polite he's so polite tonight he's yeah. not giving y'all the real one right now appropriate sexual chemistry i mean shit you know but we don't, we don't need politically correct one we need well you know what i mean the I mean, one and only I, I mean you know what i mean i'm not gonna say much beyond that, but it, he I, was not gonna hook up with he was not gonna call this man back if he was not getting his back blown out yeah okay but i feel like it's very true though i feel like everything goes through the eyes first like you cannot say that you see someone from far away and yeah you might have a small connection with them and, and you might, you might want to talk but the reality of life is everything goes through the eyes first like if you tell me that everything goes through the heart first you're lying to yourself hmm. You know, like yeah. you need to have, you know, some sort of attraction, attraction, lost, uh, and you know that well, eagerness to to want to be with that person, and then the, the feelings come. Okay, later. I mean, I feel like in many circumstances, perhaps, but I feel like there are some people out there. Like, I mean, we've had we've had people on the show who were demisexual, who did like not really focus on the physical at first, and it was more about like the personality. For them, yeah. But um, I mean, I think if we're talking just in like uh, just in standard uh, culture terms, 
I don't know. I mean, do yeah. you? Because okay, so here's my thing. Like, I don't. I try to be a lady when I'm dating, <laughs> and sometimes it just doesn't work. And I just don't know if should I just be giving it up. Well, but at just, the same, same time, to, what's that message that you're sending? You just have to be yourself. I feel like you have to be open and tell the other person, "Hey, like this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for." And once you open that door for them to see who you really are and what you really want, that person might make an effort to get to know you better because yeah. they've seen who you truly are, mm. you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's and just about vulnerability. Do you, but do you also think that maybe sometimes like if that is happening and you are having sex on the first day, like it, it, that other person kind of puts you in this realm. That's like, okay, not really dateable. Like this is my one night stand guy, or this is my Guy, guy that I want on the reg, but yeah, I was thinking about that as well because I kind of feel like in my younger, well, I'm still confirmly young, but um, <laughs> when I when I was younger, when I just started dating guys, I felt like that was really something that was brought onto me by my girlfriends as well. Like, listen, we don't do that really, so I felt like okay, maybe I'm not gonna do that either. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily right. I'm gonna look dirty right. if I would want that. Then my first one night stand started to happen at like 1920, and um, I was like, this is not too bad. Like, <laughs> no shame, in right? This. Yeah, yeah. And then I started to understand that really it doesn't make a lot of difference if mm -hmm. you're having sex on the first date or you don't necessarily because in, in the end what what makes you want each other the most is the connection that you have mm -hmm. and if anything sex would only embrace that mm -hmm. so i don't necessarily feel like sex on the first date should be something looked down upon because if it is the right person or like the person that you really could see yourself with that would be the first moment for you to fully realize that because when you get to know someone, you don't really know them yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You don't really have an idea of what they're thinking, of what is going on. But then you have sex and it works wonderful. And like everything just works out the way you want to. Mm -hmm. You're you're completely <laughs> pleased. Do you guys feel like you get to know somebody by having sex with them? Absolutely. <laughs> right? 100%. Like, it's, the, it's just the way that they do it. <laughs> like, it could just tell you a lot about that person. So... In fact, I think that's what happened to us. I mean, we only had a couple, I mean, a night, a night and then I, I had to go because I was going back to Sweden. He had his a ski trip somewhere else and I didn't talk to him for a couple of days. And then I wrote to him what I felt that night without me saying that I was feeling something for him. I was just telling him how I felt and he took like a couple of minutes to reply and mm. then I deleted the message. I said, I don't want him to see me vulnerable, vulnerable like that. Yeah. So I deleted the message and I said, okay, this is it for me. I'm going back to the US. I'm never gonna see him again. And- Well, he, guess who got a notification he, on the he phone first? He got a notification on the, his phone saying that I had deleted it. And then he kept trying to ask me, like, what is it? What is it? And then fucking technology. It, <laughs> and that's how we both. God bless it. technology. I would have never. It's a blessing and a curse all at the same this, time. But this is how I feel. I'll leave it at that. And then a month later, two months later, you were here. In fact, when I told him that, remember, like, you told me you make me want to get, you made me want to get on a plane and go yeah. to Sweden. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
And my girlfriend said to me, go to Barcelona, go back to, and see him. And I said, I'm sorry. No I'm, way. Just, I'm playing with y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm making little, little looks at Kevin. Come continue, please. But no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Are you kidding? No, no, no. Okay. No, I was no, like, no. damn, is he about to hit? No, but that was that was it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I made that awkward. That's what we uh, mentioned before. It's just really cheesy and sort of. So I think we should get back to um, long distance relationships. Well, okay. <laughs> so, so bef- before we do, because I do have another like burning question that just kind of was brought up just about like dating in general, because it's just like, sometimes you'll meet somebody online or I'll say specifically like on a, on like a hookup app, like Grindr or something. Um, and then the conversation goes very platonic, maybe not platonic. It's just not sexual, but it's more like we could probably go the dating route. We know that we're both interested, but we could probably go the dating route. And then, you know, maybe like, and this has happened to me and I know we've talked about this. Like, you know, I, there was a guy that I was talking to. We kind of connected on a little bit of, on some level, we exchanged numbers, texted a little bit. And I said, Hey, you know, why don't we like meet up for coffee or something? Didn't hear from him for like another week and a half. Like he just kind of like ghosted. Um, and so it's just very strange. Go ahead. We'll have, we'll continue, but it's just very strange how sometimes people will be okay with you coming up a stranger coming to their house to have sex with them but they balk at the uh idea of going to sit across from a table and talking with you does that not strike anyone as weird well yeah i mean i think i don't know I, i feel like in today's day and age i feel like everybody is really like they want to control a lot of things in their life the the people the relationships that they have they don't they don't want to be vulnerable so um you know they they put up these walls and they'll say like they they want to only meet at your house they want to only meet at nighttime they want to make sure that they're there at only a specific time where i mean you're not doing anything else it's like i mean i've had that happen before where it's like they'll be like oh yeah like we're gonna hang out in the day but then all of a sudden it's like nine o'clock and they're like, all right, I'm going to order the Uber in like 30 minutes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, I, mm-hmm. I have work tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. weird. Like, yeah. what do y'all think? Like, um, I think it very much depends how you walk into that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what, what your goal per se is. I don't, I don't know if goal is the right word to use because neither of us had a goal necessarily, mm-hmm. I guess. It was more where you're at in that very moment. And if you're very clear for yourself that you're not really looking for anyone um, and you're just out for the fun and that's just all you want yeah. because you're busy with your work yeah. life yeah. or yeah. social life See, with friends. Like my th- I just feel like then say that like when the opportunity like if, if I say let's go. I think that's tough, though. I think it's it's like tough for somebody like you know, for somebody who's focusing on their life and they're like, okay, I'm focusing on my life. I'm not really looking for anything serious, but then you meet somebody and you have a connection and then you're still in your life. So it's like, okay, now I'm weighing, like, is is this the one is I'm going to invest time into. And then at any given moment, any red flag, they're just going to be like, Oh, nope. Back to my, back to what I was doing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very, I don't know for me. I'm just like, 
you also have to be mindful of where you're getting these people like if you go on grinder or if you go even sometimes on i don't know tinder or i don't know what whatever other apps you got going insert on. <laughs> dating apps it's, it's, very, <laughs> it's very hard for you to find someone who you know wants that type of relationship because you go on grinder to get laid yeah you know so for you to expect that one person that you message and say hey you want to meet up for dinner when maybe they know that you're going to meet up for dinner just you know to go get laid it's very hard for you to change that direction that's why it's always always important to like meet people in sports or meet people through other types of activities mm-hmm. going that out yeah. going out or going uh, on tennis leagues or something yeah. you know? so you're talking about like changing the direction like i understand like the culture of the of the app or like uh how you meet somebody is kind of shapes like the the direction of like where you're going right not always well yeah but that's what i'm going that's what that's kind yeah. of where i'm going it's because it's like if nobody ever goes to so if nobody ever cuts into the conversation we're we're here talking about like what do you like to do uh what's your where are you from blah 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 nobody ever cuts into the conversation like so when do you want to come over I mean, my last serious boyfriend of like three and a half years was met on Grinder, and it was supposed to be just this hookup. But, you know, I went over to his house and we literally we just were talking like basically all night. And so we kind of knew something was was there. And it's so strange because we didn't hook up. We did. Well, I should say we didn't have sex <laughs> that <laughs> night. But um, and uh, you, that created from that point like we were like spending just like every day with each other so i mean when you have that feeling you know and yeah. um you know it can happen it is super rare yeah. with those apps but like sometimes a lot of people just be it just, like whenever it gets like it's just a cup of coffee it was not it's not necessarily like a whole let me take you out and fall in love with you it's just a cup of coffee and people would just get like oh this is this is getting too real right and it's like it's not even fake yet like can we just figure out what it is <laughs> i feel it's also the distance like if you if you look at just texting and wanting these things like you didn't have the initial vibe you know that's why i a lot of times think that like apps don't work as good for me because i can't really hold up small talk over texting like i'm i'm just too bad for that i yeah. i can't Same. and then as soon and I, I would catch myself, someone texts me and it might be a nice guy and yeah. really maybe my type or anything, but they come texting me like, would you want to go for a coffee? And I'm like, do I really bother mm-hmm. going yeah. for a coffee right now? Like, <laughs> do I really want that as of now? And then I just say no, okay, so wait, much rather than yes. Why him in the first place if you don't want to go out for a coffee? Well, I'm not sure if, if I would be... <laughs> initiating the conversation to go for a coffee but then again i don't know how to have a conversation on grinder so, so i like i feel like it's gotten worse i feel like everybody's now very very sexually um Charged. motivated right deprived <laughs> i wouldn't say deprived <laughs> however um no but like i can generally tell like it used to be 
before, like I would say six years ago when I was like on Grindr or whatnot, there would be some people where we would start a conversation and I could just tell like by what they were giving me that, oh, you're actually like an interesting person. So then I can like you can give me stuff and I can feed off of it. But if you're just like, I'm like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm in bed. Oh, OK, cool. Um, me too. Me too. <laughs> it also has to do a lot with the description that you have on your profile. You know, like if you have uh, more detailed, I, I don't know, more detailed description of what you're looking for, who you are, what mm -hmm. you do, what you you got. You got a dog, so you display your dog. Maybe you will find people that will understand that maybe you're there for sex, but maybe you're also for the opportunity to meet someone. If you have a blank space with your, you know, picture with your dick out or your you know, by the way, that is not what's on my profile. I mean, I'm not talking. <laughs> I don't know, Jared. Just you know, just the, just like the I said it like. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean, it all it all has to do it also with the description of your profile. It says a lot about what you're looking for. Yeah. In those in those. Mm -hmm. apps. And I would actually rotate back to what Kevin just said because I've realized there were some times where I really had like a get go with someone. But that was so rare. Like, mm. I would say maybe like three times that it just started out as a conversation and it just went whoosh and it, the conversation just went going. Yep. So that kept that made me very interested. And all three times that this happened, well, don't count me. It was three or not, but I believe it was around that. All of those times we actually did meet up in the end because mm. it was really, really interesting to go yep to meet mm -hmm. up with that person mm -hmm. everything that had happened before that made it interesting enough whereas when you feel there's already some sort of initial awkwardness you don't want to have that like from the very start mm -hmm. because it shouldn't then, be a chore exactly yeah. how is it going to feel like then going for coffee like are you going to run out of topics or is it going to be awkward? Yeah. Are you going to sit there in silence? Yeah. Do I have I to stand say, up and go? <laughs> I will say for me, I only invite people out to coffee if I feel like there is a good back and forth. You yeah. know, I don't I don't necessarily think we have to have like the most amazing chat to actually go out of that. Like my bar is not that high and I'm not saying that that's what you were saying. Yeah. But um. But yeah, if I feel like, you know, we have we've shown that we have enough to talk about and you're you know, we can we I feel like we could have uh have fun and have a good conversation outside of this and kind of see where where it goes. I mean, I I haven't cut off the sex option either, especially if I met you on Grinder, like, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um yeah, like Do you think it's that... just funny that they get scared by the by the Yeah, I mean some to some people that probably does sound intimidating is like you're going for coffee and it's like you there's nothing to external to comment on it's just you and that person and you are just like <laughs> back mm. and forth and you know after you do your introductory like you know what do you do all that kind of stuff it's like what are your interests and then like and unless they're super aligned and you can like really start talking about those interests it's like oh, okay cool and then that's where i think that awkwardness can come in and mm. So, I mean, yeah. but you're saying like you've already spoken to them, like, and so you've established that you're like kind of going back and forth, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was enough to get to exchange numbers and, and chat some more. Yeah. Um, For me, the whole phone thing is super important. I think that I can't text for shit. Like if, if you <laughs> and I have the slightest interest, like for instance, 
with me and him i the second i knew that he wanted to talk to me i said what's your phone number give me i'll give you a call and if you cannot hold a conversation with me on the phone me and you cannot go on further did you tell him that it was literally like imagine i i texted him hey is it weird like you a a boss ass bitch (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that but um So it was actually funny because after we had that conversation about how it was it was so amazing this night that we had, how good it was, that it felt like more than than just a random one night stand, that we felt really intimate and really close to each other and we really felt like the chemistry. We again had a couple of days that we did not speak to each other. Well, I was there. Um exactly. And um then randomly after about a week, uh I I sent him a text like, hey, is it weird that I miss you? And instantly he went like, can I call you? And I was like, well, yeah. sure. Like, <laughs> I, I basically asked for it. So let's mm-hmm. talk then. Mm-hmm. But it was really awkward. Like I, I was not used to have someone like, can I call you instantly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And um, I was literally with friends in that moment. So I was like, okay, no, I'm, I'm just going to pick up the call and just see where this goes. And we couldn't get off the phone. Mm-hmm. We spoke for like two, three hours that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friends must have hated you that time. <laughs> oh, terribly. <laughs> also, like going back to like that grind, like for me, it's it's very, I, I, if I'm going on a date with you or if I, if I like you, like I want you to pay attention. So for instance, like for a while I did grinder, and I remember that I will put like my my interest there and one of them was that i used to like go on hikes and this was mm-hmm. like during the fall and i remember i met this guy on grinder and but it wasn't really that much sexual but i was interested in him mm-hmm. i mean i was obviously interested sexually in him but it wasn't the conversation was a little bit more than that and when it came down for me and him to meet i said okay well what do you want to do and he said well why don't we go on a hike and he had read on my profile that I like to go on hikes mm-hmm. and that led the tension of getting to know that person for the first time a lot mm-hmm. easier because I knew that it's not like he wanted to be with me for sure but at least I knew that he was paying attention and mm-hmm. that made me loosen up and be able to open up a lot more mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah yeah for sure I mean I, I on my profile it's literally just a row of like emojis of like everything that I'm interested in so like <laughs> I know that if somebody like just even remotely comments on one of those emojis. I was like, you know, we have something to talk about. So I'm already like kind of laying the groundwork of what we can talk about. See, yeah, I need to like, I'm telling our audience, like those, what you put in your profile is very important as you can see, um, because if you show that you're paying attention, like your chances go up way higher to actually, um, you know, talk or or date or whatever. but to continue my story, because we actually finished this conversation at uh, at our friend's house, um, the guy that I was texting texted me back like a week and a half later <laughs> on some, uh, oh, sorry for the delay. Uh, I'm free, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I, was, I didn't I didn't respond, and I was very adamant in not responding, and Kevin was like, oh, you should just try it. And I'm just like, no. So, I mean, because it's like at that point, because that's, I mean, that was my whole point even before, is like, 
if they're in their life and they're doing stuff and maybe they're just in a super busy moment of their life and now they actually have a chance or maybe they even thought about it and they were like, you know what, actually I did have a connection with that person. I mean, I don't think you should hold that against them, mm -hmm. but you're more like, nope. I don't know. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I think that, you know, you could be as busy as you want, but sending a text back doesn't take you more than five seconds. Well, not all of us have love stories like yours okay <laughs> but it's not but it has nothing to do with that i just think that if you like the guy you think he's hot and even if you just want to remotely have sex with him you're gonna somehow yeah, reply some, and some not interest. wait a week and a half and say hey you want to meet up like that i think shows that depending on what you're looking for obviously if you just want to hook up with well great. if i just wanted to hook up I well that would have i mean yeah you for that i would have said okay what's up but, you know but keep it but it, like i would have respected more if he was just like Hey, sorry for the delay, but and not even sorry for the just like I'm really I'm really only interested in in sex right now, or I'm only, I'm not interested in a relationship or or whatever, something 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 else than like sorry for the delay. Here's my schedule, and just pretend like and, you didn't ghost me for a whole week and, and a half. And my whole thing is just like that's like so. I, I don't know. It's like you, you think that people have like just this concept of exactly what they they know they want and sometimes like they're getting conflicting information like oh actually I, I like this person even though i'm swearing right now i'm only sex like yeah well i mean yeah you gotta and i think i guess i don't know i mean i guess that's me i mean th i think maybe you you definitely i don't know you, you miss out on some opportunities unfortunately yeah. you yeah. know it could always also shift you know you could be looking for sex because when i met him I was only looking for sex. I was not looking for anything remotely besides mm -hmm. trying one. And I think like I've been very open with you about that. I just was, I just wanted to sleep around and, and it could always shift, you know, like it's not determined. Right. And I think, you know, right. In the end, in the end, what's really important and it comes down like to any topic, um, whether it was what, what we were just talking about or the long distance relationship that we already cut on uh in the end it is the chemistry that makes it or doesn't yeah. so like it doesn't matter where you are particularly in your life or what is going on if you feel chemistry with someone that alone is going to do something to you and that person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if there is no chemistry you will feel very early on that at some point, either one of you guys is going to feel a certain way in that circumstance, feeling like there's not much coming from the other side. I'm doing all the job or um, from from the other side, there's a lot of input, but you're kind of like struggling to keep up. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe you don't even feel like that bad for the person or anything Um and you would still be slightly interested, but the chemistry just is not enough for yeah. you to show it. I mean, I think the little nugget of wisdom we can have out of this piece of the conversation is that there's very little that you can do to turn off somebody who was truly interested. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You know, so all the, all of the, um, the overthinking and the anxiety that we go through about how we talk to this person or should I text this person now or should I stay back and like if you're if you're just really honest with your feelings and if the other person is on the same wavelength there's like really they would just they would just accept you as it is you Absolutely. know Absolutely um 
Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of what I'm pulling from that. So I'm gonna yeah. try to not be so because I know sometimes I can be very anxious about about certain things. I've been I've been a little bit better recently, I think, but I know that I can be very anxious about like you know should I should I text this guy right now or have I been texting too much or like you know trying to play that game and I know and it's 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 so wrong. It, yeah. it's just so wrong because that person at the end of the day is going to have to like accept you for how you communicate so right you know like might as well rip that band-aid off (laughs) (laughs) right and i always tell you also that the worst thing that could happen in in a in a relationship or when you open up to someone is that that person is going to say no and you are going to be okay with that right yeah you'd rather open up to someone that you think it may be worth it and even if you lose in the end i don't think it's even a loss i think it's more of a lesson but at least you live with the satisfaction that you know that you gave yourself up to that person and if it didn't come back well that's great but it's better that than you always wondering what could have happened mm-hmm. yeah we can't and you couldn't get it because you were not brave enough to mm-hmm. put it out there mm-hmm. exactly step up to get what you get yeah no wait i messed up my own line hold up <laughs> stand back and get what you get step up to get what you want that was my line <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah. yeah and that even works in well what, what were you gonna say yeah, well yeah i was gonna say like to his point exactly is like you gotta open yourself up to be vulnerable so that that other person can either accept it or reject it and you know if you're realizing that early on you're not wasting your time or trying to mold yourself into that person or try to be like not too much or like go by the rules like i have to wait you know the three days to text i know that's like super old but you know those types of things Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so i think that uh you know just kind of putting yourself out there and I, i feel like that definitely uh needs to happen especially if you're looking if you're interested in somebody who is maybe a little bit out side of your local area um, you need to be able to like put yourself out there and be like yeah I, I like you um, and or maybe somebody out of your league <laughs> <laughs> yes which is which we will be getting into um, in the next episode <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean I, I think you know if you're really interested in somebody who is uh, who has a little bit of a distance? There's a little bit of a distance there. You're gonna have to be willing to put yourself out there a little, even a little bit, even more, more so than normal, um, because you want to keep that connection alive, and you're gonna have to want to do some things that are out of maybe out of the box, like uh, like watching a movie together or something. Um, I remember there was a guy that I had gone out with. We actually he was he lived in Atlanta. Um, and we actually met in North Carolina. It was a couple of years ago. We met in North Carolina. So it was during the pandemic. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, we really like each other. But we met there. We had a like, like a nice weekend. But one of the difficulties of the long distance thing, uh, from from my understanding on, on his side, was was how much money it would cost to maintain and long distance relationship. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I would have found a way. That's, but that's just me and not everybody is really, you know, and so it's just like, it's really difficult. Um, 
it's you know it, like have you guys ever had like how was how has that how has that piece of how's the financial piece of it been if you don't mind kind of jumping into that for a quick second or has has that been a concern for you it has been definitely something to think about because obviously you can't travel every single month and just take that time off because like me for my part i have a certain amount of holidays that i'm allowed to take Mm -hmm. anything further i could maybe get approved but it would be unpaid so obviously that will cut the rest of my month Mm -hmm. um and considering that it's it's obvious that i would not be able to make a trip to the u.s every month or even every second so that's something that you obviously like have to take into account mm-hmm. but as you also said i think there is always a way and um we hear crazy stories of people that met in india that didn't even have their phone number because phones were not existent and then they bike all across the continent to scandinavia to see that person again and they find each other like wow. that, that that is things that happen mm-hmm. and um I feel circumstances are circumstances. It is always whatever you envision yourself in the future that is going to make the change. Mm-hmm. And we knew when we met each other, or like not when we met each other, but when we started talking more and more and it like just came out that we were in the same mindset, that we were going the same directions mm-hmm. in life, that we really wanted the same things and we were just more and more amazed on how the other person is actually like that as well um so let me ask you this you're you're more of a love conquers all type of guy i take it i guess love conquers all as opposed to yeah we have to be like you have to practical about yeah. this yeah and i feel like Juan is more the practical like we have to <laughs> be like uh, I, let me make sure this is gonna work you know <laughs> i mean listen when you talk about you know what i wanted a year ago and like my where my priorities were were like completely different like i always and i think me and you were having this conversation today i've always been extremely practical I'm very routine like I don't like to step out of my comfort zone in the sense of like this is my schedule this is the way it is and I don't want nothing to change I don't want to disrupt that and ever since I met Alex I felt like my priorities had changed a lot Mm -hmm. and I always knew that this is just what I needed to do Mm -hmm. and in fact I'm gonna be spending the whole month of December there and I'm not gonna be spending uh christmas or new year's with my mother which is a big deal and i told my mom mom like i know this is a big deal for you but this is what i need to do mm-hmm. period like i don't question it See, that's what happens when a man loves you okay yeah <laughs> and, I, and i also think that yeah financially it does put a burden on you um i knew when he came and when he left the first time i knew that I didn't want to be away from him mm. and you know i moved i went there like a month later, like almost like a month and a half later right like going back to germany like in what like july when did i go to Ger- no so we june, met right? in february then i came to the u.s for the first time april. mid-april and then you came back to june. to to visit me and we did a germany and barcelona trip to meet in my Austria. family and friends yeah um mid mid may and like beginning of june more or less so you were you came pretty quickly after that Mm -hmm. because i also feel like it was 
to 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 have this time with each other that was so important in the very beginning um like we had a lot of suspense in between like meeting first and then me actually coming here because it was a lot of arrangement like mm -hmm. first of all am i really going to do this and i guess it took us like a month until we actually felt like okay like we're definitely wanting to try it um and we had to set clear at first like what we were looking for yeah, like yeah we we yeah. came from different backgrounds different relationships uh so we, we yeah. really had to make sure that what we want is the same and that we're definitely on the same page moving forward because anything else wouldn't make sense like i'm not gonna fly to the u.s to risk like two weeks um with someone that i practically don't mm -hmm. really know or mm -hmm. did have not experienced in person as much as virtually um well i'm sure if you're like oh if it goes south like i'm still taking my holiday in the u.s like <laughs> well, we, we all i think I, yeah the, the first time he came i was my friends were like what the fuck are you gonna bring him for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> and i remember when i went to pick him up he, he was flying into newark and i i called one of my best friends from college and i was like i was completely calm the whole time and then once he called me he says hey i just landed i called my friend i'm like dude i'm freaking out i'm gonna fucking dip like i don't want to be here like and i was just like in that suspense of not knowing how he even barely even looked like you know because you mm -hmm. look different in camera but going back to what you were saying and it, it had been a while since you'd seen him it so had it's been like, quite a while two, months, yeah. two and a half months and but going back to what you were saying in regards to like the financial the guy, I, yes there is a burden but i think that good things come good things that come to your life take work and they take sacrifice and i'm you a get firm believer what you pay for <laughs> exactly so i'm cutting that part out so okay. so you know what i mean i mean it's 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 all about you getting that you know you, you're working hard and 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 you believe in 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 the relationship that it's gonna work out gotcha gotcha okay all right um, he, can, he cannot help himself. <laughs> Give this guy some wine or something. <laughs> Are you more of like a practical kind of guy? I feel like you might um, be. Not really. No? Okay. No. So um, actually one of my most serious boyfriends we had met and I moved to Hawaii within like three weeks of meeting him. You know, we were just, we met each mm -hmm. other. And again, it was the same thing. We were just spending almost every day with each other with each other it was like between uh semesters at college and he's like i'm about to go to school in hawaii and i was like all right well i mean like i can do that too so i but my mother didn't even think i was like serious about it mm. but she's like and not until i bought the plane ticket she's like you're really gonna go and i said yeah why not it's like to me at that time in my life i was like why not take a chance you know and um you know i really liked him and um we had a uh good relationship for whatever it was mm -hmm. seven months or something like that um but it was a great experience going to hawaii and you know i'm always going to make the most out of my situation so even if it didn't work out maybe i would have liked hawaii and maybe i would have stayed in hawaii mm -hmm. you know who's to mm -hmm. say um so you know that those are the types of things that it, it doesn't matter to me like taking chances like coming to a place that i've never been for two weeks to see somebody that i arguably don't know that well um but it, that's what you got to do if you're gonna go for love you gotta you gotta go for it so mm -hmm. exactly yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay, so we're running out of time a little bit, but I do want to kind of speak to the viewers, anybody who may be having kind of a situation going on that may be long distance. What can what can we say to them to kind of like, what would be like one pointer that you would give them that would be helpful to kind of either set, get their mindset right around, the, around it or at least to help them further the relationship? So what is extremely important is that you're honest in the first place because if you're if you're dishonest but actually close with each other like you might feel it you might sense it in some way um being like on long distance only seeing each other over camera really takes a lot away from you and you miss a lot of signals sometimes Mm -hmm. um so it's really really important that you're really honest about the way that you feel and about what you need at the same time boundaries is really really important you just want to make sure that you know exactly what you can or can't do um and um apart apart from that just show the other one what you feel because you're you're taken of of those possibilities of kissing each other or touching each other or having sex um you you have to find other ways to make the other one understand and know that they're loved that they're thought of Mm -hmm. um and that you're still in the same boat yeah well what about you any 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 quick pointers before we head out i just i would just say just stay open at all times uh be forgiven Mm -hmm. because we all make mistakes um and encourage the other person to be just as open as they can be with you because like you said if there's no honesty if there's not a 100 percent comprehension of boundaries then it's not gonna work out so i think communication and encouragement probably the biggest things for okay. me you know when you're doing something long distance and you have that that mode of communication with the other person where um you just want to make sure that you're always respecting uh, the uh, what the other person might be needing at that moment. So, you know, there might be moments where you're not communicating as much as you would like to, um, but you'll generally know, you know, if something ends up developing into a pattern that, okay, they're starting to pull away. And just to make sure that you're using your intuition in those types of situations so that, you know, you don't waste your time investing into somebody versus, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know something to be true. You know you have that feeling and it's an indescribable type of feeling and connection. So you know that mm-hmm. that's, that's what you need to, to work yeah. for. I would say long distance relationships or successful long distance relationships are a good balance of love conquers all versus being very practical. Like you have to have a little bit of that... Um, adventurous spirit a little bit of that uh just like let's just roll the dice and see what happens but at the same time you have to make sure that you can do everything that comes along with that you know and if you're not in the position to do that then maybe it's just not the time um or if the other person is not able to just kind of like bankroll the whole thing then maybe it's not maybe that won't work you know um so there has to be there has to be a little bit of a balance of both and you have to be willing to put in the work and willing to be um, creative in how you connect and how you communicate 
Um, so those that would be my my little bit of of advice. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me for this episode. I want to thank the viewers for watching us. Uh, please give us a like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, and remember, if you have no one else, you, you got, got us. us.